so yeah uh ben how has everything been going for you over the past uh two months since we spoke last on the phone like this it's good i uh have been focusing a lot on art and photos and stuff i quit my job uh well, at, oh you qu- wait hold the, on you quit your job yeah i quit my job at the cafe um so i'm uh i'm full steam ahead as they say damn that's awesome are you so like i you know how are you making that work are you making like decent money from photos and stuff now or you don't need to do it anymore or? um uh, yeah i'm not gonna say <laughs> that completely but sure. um I part-time assist a photographer. Right. Uh, that's like kind of my day gig. Um, a couple days throughout the week. I have a slightly ambiguous situation with this hardware company doing some graphic design where I can kind of make my own schedule. Right. Um, which is nice. And then, uh, yeah, just the main focus is my freelance stuff. Um, I've, I've had a lot of shoots lately and I think it, it comes from me being hungry and going out and making them happen for myself. Um, and I'm just trying to keep that train rolling. So yeah, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. I feel like, you Thanks. know, every time I talk to people who like live in the city and are, you know, like basically doing the, like the freelancing permalancing kind of, yeah. you know, spend a lot of plates and hope to get some paychecks out of it lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like there's always that, like it never seems to like work up, as often as it works down you know like sometimes like well i'm working at a bar now but like aside from that things are going well yeah like um that's awesome dude i didn't know that thanks man yeah i uh you know it's it's not gonna be easy it hasn't been easy um but it's the most rewarding thing i could do and uh just getting out of the mindset of like needing a paycheck at the end of every week as opposed to just realizing you know i need to make x amount of dollars every month to pay my bills and other than that i'm chilling yeah um is is a really freeing feeling um it's really nice to like yeah just like not have to like report to things every day sure you know just like the things that i want to do and i care about the most being able to do those as the focus is yeah totally that's that's awesome um I was going to ask you, like, one thing I had planned to ask you was, you know, what's been, like, you know, over the past two months, I, you know, I've been, like, just insanely busy with everything in a good way. I feel, like, fulfilled busy, you know, um, like, everything mm-hmm. I'm doing, I like doing. It's just, I always have a lot to yeah. do. Um, it seems you've been also in the same boat. Um, I was wondering if there's anything that's kind of come into your radar in the past two months that's been inspiring to you like be it like music or a photographer you found out or you know like a movie you saw or something like have you been have you had time to take art in over the past two months totally um yeah I mean I I would say like any time that I'm not at home working on my own shit uh I'm you know like on my phone on Pinterest like getting inspiration for the next thing I'm going to do or, or yada, yada, yada. Um, I guess, uh, musically, I think lately I've really been listening to, um, Jason Isbell a lot. Oh, hell yeah. Um, his album, something more than free is fucking incredible. And yeah, I love Jason Isbell. Yeah. I've just, uh, I've been really like diving into the stories he's telling in that record and, uh, trying to to channel that energy towards um my next musical venture 
whatever mm-hmm. that ends up being. Um, I really want to just, I, I'm, I'm like kind of, you can hear Eli in the background. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I have three <laughs> dogs in my house right now, so you might be hearing them. At some point yeah. Tonight, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, I, I really am in a place f- uh, musically for myself where I want to just write uh, stories, um, whether that be fictional or real stories about other people. Um, I, I feel like I've written enough about my own life and, and yelled at myself enough through my songs to where I, you know, I could spend some time learning from other people. Totally. Um, so yeah, I've, you I've know, for what it's worth, your songs are good, but <laughs> I know you. what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. That's uh, I love Jason Isbell. I feel like that's, um, that's a, that makes sense. Like it, that's me that you would that you would like his music. Like he's kind of in that kind of like rock, like rock, but country western kind of rock. Yeah, dude, it's it's know? it's cool as hell. He like he's you know he's got like a song that has southern twang to it, but he's talking about being stuck in his cell phone. It's like yeah. amazing. What a cool idea, you know? Totally. Yeah, he wrote some of the music for A Star Is Born. I know. Mm, um, okay. Which is, I think, awesome that like a real, true, genuine songwriter is like doing like, you yeah. know, like music for a Bradley Cooper movie. Like that's you know, in, in yeah, terms of like cool, so. people making things work for them, like you know, getting a paycheck where you can get one, and um, you know, yeah. uh, like that's that's you know always, I guess, is the the lesson there. But yeah, um, totally, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, I you know I, I love this this time of year because you know, when I was thinking about like launching the record label and everything, I wanted to do it in the early throws of the month because it is so often just like a slow time of year for new releases um mm-hmm. which i've been feeling certainly like I, I i've had a lot of time to just go back and listen to old music that you know like jason Isbell doesn't have a new record out does he no yeah uh well he put one out last year mm-hmm. uh and then they just released like a live at the ryman record mm-hmm. of like him with his band but not new music, no. Totally. Yeah, I mean, this is my favorite time of year to just, like, go back and listen to stuff I missed last year. Like, um, the past, you know, week or so, I've been completely obsessed with Hopalong, like, mm-hmm. which is a band I've always liked. But, like, their album last year I really I enjoyed for a while, and it was the kind of thing I wanted to like it more than I ended up loving it at the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, something about it just clicked for me this week where I've been listening to that. Just, like, that thing that I get so rarely with, with music nowadays where I listen to the entire album and then just restart it, <laughs> like, immediately. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, oh, that makes me think. I, I don't know why this didn't come to me yeah. sooner, but um, the new Better Off record mm. is probably my album of the year wow. at this point. That kind of came um, out of nowhere. And I that I think that's why I love it so much. Um, it I don't know. It's it's just phenomenal. I f- I listen to that and like, you know, it, if you were to like categorize the style of that music to one thing, it would be like, you know, all the bands we listened to when we were sixteen. But for and obviously like I don't entertain that stuff anymore. But for some reason, this record just gives me the feeling that those records gave me now like it it makes me feel like i'm 16 in my like minivan blasting under soil and dirt while i get out of high school like i don't know i just it's just such a fucking good feeling it's just like loud ass guitar and just amazing loud vocal melodies and harmonies like i don't know that record is just really really good yeah did you ever get into their last album milk oh yeah i love i've I've loved everything they do i they have such a knack for that style of songwriting but like doing it in a way where it's not cheesy or like 
second hand mm. you know it's it's still super genuine it, they just like those songs just fucking bop man they're just yeah. he's got riffs i haven't um, spent like too much time with the new record but with like that's exactly how i felt about like milk when that record came out was mm-hmm. just like it sounds kind of like you know tell all your friends and like it sounds right. like that music but not in like a corny throwbacky kind of way like yeah. it doesn't sound like oh we're doing taking back sunday we're doing brand new it sounds like a band it sounds like a band that's like taking that kind of songwriting to like a contemporary level like it makes you feel like you felt then it, but mm-hmm. it still holds up today kind of thing absolutely yeah absolutely yeah that, yeah that's i listen cool. to that record and i'm like i i don't know i flash back to like early head north days we're writing like bloodlines or recording bloodlines in the studio and mm. we were all just like just rock and roll is so sick and just like wanting to play music so loud yeah all the time it's such a good feeling dude like i think you know I think I can really tell nowadays. I think this is just a thing of getting older and also just listening to more music and like seeing kind of the waves of like, you know, like excited young musicians, like kind of come and go again, Mm -hmm. Um, which I didn't have a perspective on when I was in high school, I guess, but like, or really in most of college. But um, I feel like, uh, like that is what interests me in music. Like what you just described, like young people who are like genuinely passionate about what they're doing Mm-hmm. just like getting in the studio and making stuff that they that they like like making stuff that they would listen to you know yeah um i love that shit like that's i think that's i, I care about that way more than whatever's cool in production right now or whatever songwriting mm-hmm. tricks or whatever like and I, I think you know i love pop music so i care a lot about like song structures and hooks and vocal melodies and like a good bridge and stuff like that but the yeah. thing i care about most is just excitement you know um yep, yep. totally totally yeah man. um so, you know, I, what I really kind of wanted to uh, pivot to and what I kind of want this whole podcast to really be about is just, you know, we've we've now put the, it's been a while since we've put the EP out. It's been even longer since we've, you know, you know, t- talked about it at all. Like we've texted and stuff over the yeah. past few months. But we haven't really had a chance to discuss it. How are you feeling now about about Marigold, I guess, specifically now that this EP is out, now that people have heard it? Um, now that we've, you know, heard what people think about it now that people own physical copies of it, like where is your headspace with, with all of that? It's good, man. I mean, it, you know, it always feels good to put music out. Um, I, I think I've, I mentioned in like one of our earlier podcasts that I, I don't put much energy into, um, you know, seeking, um, affirmation or or whatever sort of reflection of uh you know in anything in post um i i just i i think that was a reason that music got me so hung up all a lot of the time in the past was because i put too much energy into um what people thought of it at the end when uh whereas with this ep I, you know, and, and that was a downfall I felt I had of, of my last LP, because um, I tr- I did try to do the release pretty by the books, and obviously, when you put that much effort into it, you you care about the outcome. Um, but with this EP, you know, I had those things happen in my life that influenced me. Um, I genuinely just wrote some songs that I felt wanted to tell that story and reflected it, and. Uh, you know, I put it out there for people to hear. I didn't really um, try very hard past that. And uh, I think that that comes across. I think that when you listen to the songs, they have a, a very uh, a feeling of levity and 
um, just floating along kind of feeling that as opposed to a very, uh, more forced, um, listen to me kind of feeling. And that's what I want. I want to, uh, you know, I just want to like tell my stories, you know, um, but I, it's been, it's been great. I think that these are the best reflection of me as a songwriter. Um, I think that, I don't know, a song like Life Goes On is, is, I, li- I listen to that song like every week because I just am so stoked on how simple it is. I'm so stoked on like the layers of the guitar melodies and how they play into each other. And I, I don't know, I'm really proud of that song. Um, and if I had to pick one of my songs that I would say is like, this is what I do. This is my alma mater. It would be that song for sure. <laughs> I mean, to speak to what you said a second ago, like, I do think that comes across that like you cared less about the way people would think about it and how people would receive it and everything. Yeah. And it comes across in a good way. Like before we, we even, you know, rolled any of the stuff out before, like we, I, I announced like what like full frequency collective was going to be. I was showing a friend um, the EP and just being like, these songs are so good because they just happened. Like this, e- it's yeah. so organic, you know? And like, yeah. um, when I, when we put the EP out, I wrote a little bit on Patreon about it, just a little, like a paragraph of copy of like why I, I cared about it, I guess. And mm-hmm. um, like, you know, I pointed to Lavender as like the song that I think was the most, like the thing to me that I think spoke to the, the EP as a whole, just kind of symbolically, mm-hmm. because it's so like, man like you know i love mikey i love mikey's songs and like you know mikey is it always surprises me how much more successful he is than i like think he is you know but like (laughs) that like mikey to me is always going to be like a local artist you know who like the people Mm -hmm. that care about him most the people that know him and and, like know who he is as a person and like you for you to cover one of his songs feels so much just speaking to like not even like our community but just yourself you know it's like like i feel like a lot of covers nowadays are like you know, and not all of them granted, but like you see a lot of covers, I think like cynically, like Ryan Adams, like 1989 covers of Taylor Swift. Like I always think that's just so we could get clicks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of, that's probably the word for it that I was looking for is like so many covers, they just feel like PR moves. Like that is the opposite of that. It just feels like here are friends who like, like each other's songs that are like going to play them. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the energy that I care about so much with music now. Cause like, it's not the same thing as, the like you know friends in high school in the studio like trying to make a rock record that they care about but it's like it's a similar energy you know that idea that like you yeah. know it's just for yourself and whoever else is going to care you know absolutely um, man. that's absolutely. interesting that you said the um you felt like there was like a downfall with the last lp um could you like elaborate on that a little bit more because i'm curious like yeah we haven't talked about like your extended discography very much you know yeah yeah um well, that that record, I really, you know, I was just trying to do it, um, do it classic, you know. I wrote a whole album. I wrote a whole story for the album. I, you know, had the visual components, um, the literary components, etc. Um, and I don't know. It was it was like a year long project, and I guess when I realized how much time I invested in it I had trouble stomaching not like making the release worth that time I guess um so you know I I tried to plan it out as best as I could over the course of like a month and a half you know getting the singles premiered and um yada 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 um 
and you know it went fine like i had a couple premieres here and there um you had a print premiere well not a premiere but like a print profile at that point right like in a newspaper uh oh yeah that's right that was really cool actually my the like local um like independent paper i actually buffalo news wrote about it too um so two two of like the biggest papers in buffalo um wrote about it which was really cool um and i i got actually a lot of involvement from the community which i i think that was the biggest success of the record release um it started to like the pr campaign i guess when i was planning it i was obviously trying to make it a more global thing um and like the the digital premieres that i had were more global and didn't get as much success but once things started turning in direction of a local focus um it, it got a lot more success and you know i had my one of my best friends from my hometown sing on the record um and we worked together at this cafe and like everybody that came into the cafe was like all excited about the record because we both were talking about it and you know everybody in the neighborhood came to the record release we did it at this new like local art space that had just opened up and it was it was just a really like buffalo focused thing which i think was part of like me realizing what matters in a record release um as as it was like happening i was like oh okay okay who cares about this stupid premiere but this this is cool as hell kind of thing yeah um so that was that was a nice learning experience and it was really humbling once it all came to a a front um release day release night we had a big party at this art space and there was probably almost 300 people there that showed up you know more or less for me which was really really humbling um and it was so cool to like have all my all the people that i knew and loved in one place um so that was that was a a huge success that was really nice totally yeah i you know what you're saying reminds me of just about a month ago was it a month ago or was it like two weeks ago? Every day feels the same to me. I, mean, I don't really know anymore. But uh, in New Jersey, yeah, man. in New Jersey, everything is the same <laughs> all the time. Um, but the like Halogens just put an EP out. Like, and yeah. they're a local band in our area that you know. But in case anyone listening doesn't, like, they're you know a local band with like like moderate success, like unsigned, doing everything DIY right now. And you know, uh, they just put a new EP out. And like. I was talking to their drummer, George saves for like a year about like, what are we going to do with these songs? Like, how can we release these songs? Like who's going to sign us all this stuff. And like, mm-hmm. you know, after all like the trouble that they had with like trying to find a label and like trying to plan a rollout and trying to get premieres and everything to go to their release show, like the week after their EP came out and to see like, they sold it out. Like it sold out like at the door, mm-hmm. I guess, but like the second of four bands, it was, it was at capacity. And like, to see That's like amazing. everyone in that room knew like every word to all of their new songs that had just come out like the week prior was like, this is what it's about. Like you have to be the absolute best yeah, local man. band. Like these are the people who care about you. Like this is your audience, like make yeah. music for these people, you know, and yourself granted, but yeah. like make music for your community, I guess. Cause like that Absolutely. matters so much more than just some Absolutely. dumb kid in wherever else, you know, Kentucky or wherever, who's going to click yeah. on your album and, you know, never go to one of your shows and like stop listening to it next week. Excuse right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds exactly like you had a similar experience. And like, th- that was kind of like the spirit I was like mm-hmm. carrying into like, you know, when I, I said I wanted to put your EP out, like I kind of had that same thought of like, 
you know, people will care about Ben. <laughs> like, and people will care about what Ben's up to and his music. And like, I know we can cultivate a community if I pick the right artists and not do like what I think is going to sell or what's going to get clicks or whatever. Like, but just like stuff that I think is cool that mm-hmm. people like me might also think is cool, you know? Um, so I feel yeah. like I've been talking a lot. So I'll ask you another question. Um, the, <laughs> the, you know, one question I've been, I've been like kind of thinking about a lot over the past month is, you know, in our last interview, you kind of mentioned how you really prefer like the LP to the EP and how like that, that kind of to you Mm. constitutes like a more kind of authentic statement of like music. Um, I was wondering like, like was this EP like a lead into something or like, like what's your plan for Marigold next? Cause it sounds like you're also incredibly busy with everything else that you have going on in your life. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have had like what I mentioned with, um, listening to Jason Isbell, um, I've had inklings with, uh, writing again, but not in the same way at all. Like everything Marigold up until now has been self-reflection. It's been me wanting to grow as a person and not being able to without like hearing myself tell it to me. Um, and I feel like I'm pretty stable. I feel like I'm grown I feel like I can handle myself emotionally to this point um right. so pat on the back to myself yeah. for that um huge congrats <laughs> thanks uh, we're all working on that yeah <laughs> but I guess with songwriting um yeah I just I just want to tell s- some stories I want to like I don't know I want to go all Bob Dylan I think I want to fucking like research somebody and put it into a song um i don't know i i think uh as far as like where my head's at with focus on stuff um you know my main focus right now really is my um photo career uh, my visual art career Um, which very quickly i know um you have like a photo account on instagram if anyone's listening to this and wants to follow that can you quickly just say where they can find you online at Benjamin M, as in Michael Lieber, L-I-E-B-E-R. Cool. Um, yeah, that would—that's my main focus right now. Trying to, uh, you know, get a get my portfolio to where I want it to be, and B start um, doing client-based work. You know, trying trying to establish myself essentially. Um, but with you know songwriting it it really is for me has become just uh the same as like reading a book uh at the end of a long day you know music is like you know when i when i'm like working with photos or like you know running around from location to location all day busy as hell like staring at screens editing for hours uh, all i want to do is just like pick up an acoustic guitar and like close my eyes for a while you know So that is, that's like what Marigold, I feel like has become for me is, is an escape from the rest of it all. And just a, a way to kind of, um, you know, keep, keep the, the, the mental juices flowing. Um, I would be who to say, uh, I guess my, my focus with music right now uh, is actually head north. Um, we've started talking about 
right music again and mm, uh this is a scoop we yeah <laughs> um so so there's there's a lot of focus there um you know going up to buffalo a lot but um that that's something that is really interesting to me right now is uh it, i i guess pairing with you know me feeling like i don't want to write about myself anymore with marigold i also am like really craving some musical collaboration and uh you know i just miss rocking with my bros so yeah um, well that's cool yeah. too because you know you played drums in head north and like you know i guess that's like not necessarily an outlet that you were like primarily exploring with marigold too i guess it's like mm-hmm. a different it's a different you know thought process too yeah yeah 100 percent. drums on marigold is just like the drums are already written when the guitar parts are written. Yeah, exactly. Know? It's like rhythm more than... Because, you know, I mean, Head North's a punk band for all intents and purposes, I guess. You know. Yep. Um, yep. Dude, that's awesome. I didn't I didn't know that, but I'm looking forward to that. I love all the Head North stuff, as you know. Um, mm-hmm. So that's ex- incredibly exciting. Um, shout out to Brent, who's Thanks, probably Brent. listening to this. Um, hey. <laughs> but, yeah, dude. He was just down here for a week. Was he really? Yeah, you missed it. Damn. Had you not moved out. Yeah, if had I not moved out, I would have seen Brent. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I haven't seen Brent in, like, a while, too. It's been, like, you know. He he stayed at my apartment, like, in when I lived in, uh, you know, Ridgewood, like, mm-hmm. you know, some number of months ago. Again, every day feels the same, so I've lost track. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I every time I see him, I, like, I feel like uh, he has some crazy new story or some crazy new thing going on. And I always love that about him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, so uh, just to kind of wrap up here, I just want to say, cause we're ab- at about time. Um, the, this kind of, you know, represents the culmination of like the first, you know, album release that full frequency collective did. Like this is a thing that I, d- I did not have any idea how this was going to go. Like the second I like hit launch on all the, like, or publish mm-hmm. all this stuff. But like, you know, mm-hmm. we're making right now as I'm recording this on Monday, March 18th, we're making $49 a month on Patreon half of which is going to you, half of which is going to charity, still brave in this instance, which you can learn about in another podcast episode. Um, that's crazy. Like, I did not think it would, you know, catch on in the sense that it did like this. Um, yeah, it's huge, man. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that, like, you know, we were able to, <laughs> to put this EP out in the way that we did and it not just, like, immediately be embarrassing for all of us. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so happy that like we actually get to give some money to a charity. We get to give like 50 bucks to a charity for over the past two mm-hmm. months, which is like not the most money in the world, but more than I thought we'd be able to give. Um, and I'll match that yeah. too. Um, the, I don't know. I'm, I'm just super happy. And like, you know, if you've made it 25 minutes, 26 minutes into this podcast episode and like, you're still listening, like, thank you for caring, I guess. Um, because you know, this would not be happening if people didn't care. Like I, we're, we're starting to think yeah. now about the next, well, you know, not think about, but like launch the next, uh, release we're doing for April. Um, I'm recording a bunch this coming week with the, the, you know, artists who are putting out the next release. And like, you know, it's wild to think that it's like, okay, like bigger and better things. Now like we're going to continue to grow, like, and not just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, Shoot yeah, back. exactly. <laughs> um, so thanks for everyone, you know, for caring. Um, if you, if you do care and you're not like a Patreon supporter, we would love for you to support us. If not, like, that's also cool. Like, I also want all this to be so accessible to everybody, despite how much money you have, I guess. Um, but, yeah. And, again, I'll say this because I'm always looking for feedback. If you have heard something you like or you 
think you have a way that we can improve going forward or you want anything, if you want to say anything to any of us, you know, anyone who's been on this podcast over the past month, um, you can always send me an email at fullfrequencyinfo at gmail.com, uh, all one word. Um, yeah, uh, Ben, do you have anything you want to say just, you know, in regards to all this before we, we end it? Thanks for listening. Keep, Thanks for keep listening. listening. Keep listening. Continue to listen. Yeah, uh, that would be great. Um, yeah, and also um, Swinging Sounds is now out on Bandcamp and the streaming services and all that. Um, you know, if you haven't considered listening to it, uh, you know, consider buying it. Ben is a good guy who is now working much harder to pay his bills than he was two months ago. Uh, so he would appreciate that as well, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, great. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at John Basilnut and at, I don't know. what my, I, I'm so bad at social media. I don't know my other handles, but you if you're listening to this, you probably know what they are or you can find them somehow. <laughs> ben, what's your, uh, your info for your like dozen Instagrams? Um, Marigold is at Marigold NY. Um, my photo stuff is Benjamin M Lieber. L I E B E R. Cool. Awesome. Um, cheers. Yeah, let's sign off here. Uh, have a good night. Bye. Back tomorrow.